Next on BYU Sports Nation, the bowl game blitz in college football expanding to new horizons again. More games, more money, but is it when more is ultimately less? We discuss. A duo of BYU stars joins us live today bearing the title of back-to-back WCC Player of the Week and Team USA, respectively. Plus another trophy to display in Legacy Hall and why the hunger pains currently felt in my stomach will no longer be a problem for NCAA athletes. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Thursday, April 17th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with part-time Walmart men's accessories model, Jerem Jordan. Wherever and however you may be joining us. I don't us. even know to, how to react to that one. You got me. <laughs> Point <us>. Linton. <laughs> I had the most unathletic moment of my life yesterday during kickball. Yeah, we played two hours of kickball. This is a BYU TV sports staff tradition <laughs> that when class ends, we play kickball at Kiwanis Park in Provo at noon. <laughs> so there's, there's some, muddy, the summer. There's some muddy patches on the field. Yes, we're, there playing, are. we're playing kickball. And uh, one of our production assistants, Spencer King, who's on uh, one of our BYU Sports Nation contributors. He's also our uh, BYU Sports Nation Snapchat correspondent. Uh, yep. We have had him on for a segment and, and dubbed him that. He, he kicks the ball, and he kicks it well. I start to go back, and as I plant my foot in the mud, it slips. And my hands go down, and the ball hits me right in the eye in the schnoz and bounces like 30 feet off my head. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> there was no joy in Mudville that day. Another person playing with me, her name is Lauren Frankham. She's, she's playing in left field, but, and, and she probably would have caught it had she not started laughing and rolled on the ground yes. when she saw it bounce off my big noggin. That was the play of the day, that's oh, for sure. Oh, man. The not top ten oh, play of the day. I just, How are you doing after that? I, I honestly Bruzy, had a headache. Yeah, yeah, with I honestly had a headache on the drive home for a few <laughs> minutes. That's not a joke. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I got rocked in the head. Anyway. Yes, you did. So I'm glad I just shared that on national television and national radio. That was a choice that by you. That makes me yeah. feel better. No, hey, bring some levity to the situation, right? Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's juicy Twitter question. What is too much when it comes to college football bowl games? We'll break this down in a second. There's a lot of bowl games now. What's too much... When it comes to college football games. First tweet, games. first tweet coming in is fantastic. At agent underscore zero. When Utah goes to a bowl game, then it's too much. <laughs> Shot fired! <laughs> Shot Torpedo fired! Torpedo is in the water. That's BYU's like first bullet in the chamber. Oh. It, when you talk about uh, BYU and Utah, Utah says, hey. We beat you we've four won. times in a row. And then BYU, well, you didn't go to a bowl game. That's the first. That's it's the first. Punch. the first yeah. two released. Yep. yep. Listen to BYU Sports Nation noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM channel one forty three. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV or on BYUtv.org. Also, rise and shout! It's Thursday. Time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Bowl game blitz. San Diego State for the third straight possession. Starts inside their own five. Dingwell hit as he throws. Loose football. Recovered for a touchdown by Kyle Van Noy. BYU leads. Kyle Van Noy. How about that game? The 2012 points. Seti Bull Carter Blackburn of ESPN on the call. He took it over. That's what got him on the NFL map. We'll talk about Van Noy in just a minute. But first, it's all about the bowl games. The current tie-ins for BYU that we know right now 
are the Poinsettia Bowl in 2016 and 2018. 2014, 15, 17, and 19 yet to be determined. We're, we're, Inclu- we're guessing that year. we're going to find out soon. We right? don't know the bowl game for this year. We, uh, we're hoping that we find out in the next month before media day uh, for BYU football. We'll, we'll find out. The Still Poinsettia stuff was determined. confirmed in November. Yes. So what about this year, Jerem? Some fans are anxious about where BYU goes this season. Are they going to have a bowl game tie-in? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Not even an afterthought. Why? Because they're in the ESPN conference, which you have said numerous times. They're in conference with ESPN. It's a good conference to be in. <laughs> if you can't be in the Big Five and have the TV deal and the situation that you want, it's the best situation for BYU right now. I'm telling you, do not worry. BYU will be in a game because there are going to be 39 bowl games. Holy shnikes. In the 2014 season. 39. It will increase to 40 in 2015. Oh, my. Mm. Expansion is not always a good thing. The watered-down effect makes it less That's appealing. That's the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes! The watered-down effect makes it less appealing for college football fans. This is crazy. This is where this goes next level. Consider this. There are 349 Division I college basketball teams. 68 make the big dance. Do the math, Jerem. 19%. I just did that off the top of my head. 19% of Division I college basketball teams make the tournament. They make the tournament of tournaments. And that was expanded from 64. 64 to 68. In college football, there are 123 Division I teams. You're telling me that in the 2015 season, 80 teams... Well, 78. 2015. So 2014 season will be 78. 2015 season will no, no, be 80. No, it's 76 oh, okay, and that's then right. 78. That's right. But still, 78. Okay, great. Almost 80 teams. That includes the two semifinals in the bowl games. They're going to make a bowl game. How is that profitable or even a good thing in the constant TV push for ratings? It's watered down. You said 19% for college, uh, college hoops. How about college football? Here's the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Yes, it is. 63. In 2015, 63% of FBS teams will be invited to bowl games. Ridiculous. Okay, let's just, let's just throw out another uh, NCAA sport that's relevant to BYU right now, men's volleyball. The tournament was expanded from four to six teams this year. Seems like a lot in a sport where there's only 35 teams, right? Six divided by 35 is 17%. <laughs> it's even less than the NCAA men's basketball tournament. 17%. Let's apply the 19% rule to college football. And the, here's this. If you look at only the tournament, it's four out of uh, 123. That's 3% invited to the actual tournament. We're saying just Man. bowl games, a postseason opportunity. Bowl game, yeah. Not the tournament. Even, even if you include the NIT and the CIT and the CBI, that's still only like 33% of Division I college basketball teams going to all of those tournaments. Which is still a joke. The CBI and the CIT? What? So, no relevance. So let's apply the 19% rule to college football. There would be 12, maybe 13 bowl games. Uh, I think that's drastic. But why not knock it down to like a 40 or 50% ratio? Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, I know, and but I is, don't it like re- it. is it really that profitable? Is it? For, apparently, for those bowl games. The thing is, it's not for profitable for the teams. Most college football teams lose money going to bowl games. Read Death to the BCS by the Yahoo Boys. Yahoo Sports does a great job. That book is fantastic. That tells you one angle of this situation. 1974, 
I believe was BYU's first bowl game, correct? Correct. Fiesta Bowl. There were 11 bowl games when <laughs> BYU made it. 11! There will be 39 this year. In the NFL, 12, currently 12 out of 32 teams make the playoffs. That might change, yes, but right now, 12 out of 32. In the NBA, 16 of 32 make the postseason. That's 50%. In the college game, in college football, why not pull it back to 30 bowl games? So half the teams get in, which I there still think is a lot. There were 24 in 2004, or 28. Great! Let's go back to 28, which I still think is kind of a lot, but it makes the games matter more. Yes. The reward is higher. I've been to a dead bowl game. Oh, what they call the defunct man. bowl game. See, the Seattle Bowl. I saw Georgia Tech play Stanford. Woo! And like at least you got two notable it was, teams. It was worthless. It was at Safeco Field. That's the only reason I really went up. 40 bowl games create epic matchups, like... North Texas UNLV in the heart of Texas Bowl. We know UNLV is ineligible for a bowl game this year. Arkansas State Ball State in the GoDaddy.com Bowl. That was memorable. Tulane Louisiana Lafayette in the RNL Carriers, Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Huh? At one at, in 2012, UCLA went six and eight in the season, where they were six and six after the regular <laughs> season. USC was ineligible. Utah couldn't beat Colorado to they go, go to the to, Pac-12 championship. Yes, to go to the Pac-12 championship game. So UCLA gets worked by Oregon and then loses in a bowl game. At six, six and, and seven. eight. <laughs> They're six and eight to end the year. Georgia Tech uh, lost to oh. Florida State two years ago in the uh, ACC championship game. They're six and seven. They go and beat USC in the Sun Bowl. They're seven and seven. Like just weird situations. I don't think it's good for college football. I'm with you. Somewhere around 30 bowl games would be better. Who wants to watch Utah State Northern Illinois? I did. I'm just kidding, I Ben did. Bagley. <laughs> I wanted to I watch. <laughs> yes, that was an intriguing matchup. That was a great game. In all honesty, that was a great. That was a great BCS bowl game. Buster fallout. But guess Utah what? State. Guess yeah. what? If there's only 28 bowl games, those two teams are in. But that's a regional tie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Northern Illinois had some. They were on TV a lot. They had Jordan Lynch, Heisman Cannon. That game's different. The moral of this story is, do you really think BYU will not get in a bowl get game a time, bowl get game. to a bowl game? Like, I would not. Okay, <laughs> BYU fans, do not be worried about BYU getting into a bowl time. <laughs> there will the, be a bowl. The concern is what bowl for BYU. You want to be in a good bowl. Is it Vegas Bowl type quality? Is it, you know, poinsettia? Is the locale good? Is there credibility with that bowl? I'm anticipating that we'll learn in the very near future. Is it a new future. bowl game with all these new bowl games being created? I don't yeah, know. That's right. I'm I'm anticipating we'll learn very shortly that that what BYU bowl game tie in the I'm guaranteeing you 100 percent. Yes, I'm intrigued. 100 percent guarantee the Cougars will play in a bowl game this season. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat, starting with Kyle Van Noy, 25th on the Mel Kiper Big Board, which means. He is the 25th best player available overall in the NFL draft. Kuyper is projecting as of today that Van Noy will go 40th to the Minnesota Vikings. Would you be disappointed if Van Noy was a second-round pick? Mm, no. I, I kind of want him to be an early second-round pick, though. Yeah. To me, first is a bonus. I mean, in the end, you'll remember what round it was, not where in that round. But it, I think first would be fantastic. Second is really good. Look, if he's a top-40 pick, wow. Good for you, That's Kyle legit. Van Noy. Yeah. Jay Keeps, remember him, Jerem? I do. Former BYU quarterback, ESPN Elite 11 guy, New Mexico Bowl MVP, will not be the starter at Kansas this year. Yikes. Head coach Charlie Weiss announcing that sophomore Montel Cozart will start for the Jayhawks. You know what's unfortunate for Jake? Two years ago, Riley has a broken back. If he's still here, he's the guy playing against Notre Dame and Oregon State. Yep. And in the Poinsettia Bowl. Like, Jake's the guy. 
ah, it's, it's just an unfortunate thing. It really is. I don't know. I, I feel bad for him, but probably not as much as... I don't feel bad for him. Oh, no. man. Our Twitter question today is, when is college football bowl games, when are they too much? When is it too much? The first shot's already been fired when Utah gets and Let's go back to the Twitter machine now. It's Twitter time. At Bridger Hill. Hashtag BYUSN spoiler. Bowl tie-in for the 2014 hasn't been announced yet because we'll play in the college football playoff. <laughs> Hashtag t- Taseman. Taseman. Oh, la, I love the ambition. At I Do Rock the Y, the top level of teams should be rewarded with bowl games. So the top one-third, that would be 42 teams, 21 games plus title games. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's a between good Between 20 formula. and 30 would be good. 40? What? That's so many. North Texas? Coming up, a back-to-back West Coast Conference Player of the Week, and she's a freshman. How she's literally calling the shots for her BYU team. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Live in Studio B at BYU Broadcasting, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. If you're new to the program, here's your reminder. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain, on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU and the BYU Radio iOS app simulcast on BYU TV. Tomorrow on BYU TV and BYU Radio, the Cougar softball team plays Weber State at 7 Eastern time with Spencer Linton on the call, yo. And one Sydney Broderick playing catcher for the BYU Cougars. She is our first in-studio guest, a two-time West Coast Conference Player of the Week, and she's a freshman. Sydney, what's going on so early in your BYU career that uh, you feel so this comfortable? Um, I'm just trying to play my game and just let everyone know that I deserve to be here and doing what I can to help the team out. What is your game? <laughs> um, Domination. <laughs> I don't know, just trying to hit the ball hard, just doing my part, catching. You, you know. do that. You, sw- you swing a really, really big stick, which is it's fun to watch. You're Thank from you. Ashburn, mm-hmm. Virginia. Tell us about Ashburn, Virginia, and how you got to BYU and Provo Utah. Okay, well, both my parents went to BYU, and we are LDS, and my older sister went to BYU, and I have all the rest of my family live out here, so I was always considering BYU, and I started talking to them when I was about a sophomore in high school, and I went to their camp, and then Coach Eakin watched me in Colorado for a tournament, and... He offered me after that. So, Did you consider any other schools, or was it always BYU? It was always BYU. Really? Nice. Yeah. Did you watch uh, BYU softball at all on BYU TV in the past? Oh, it, yeah. Always. That's I unique. Recorded, You're in Virginia, and you could watch BYU. Yeah, I recorded like every game, just watched everything. Even after I was committed, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to be out there, and just like wanted to watch everything they would do and stuff, and it was really cool. You've got and, your career off to a great start. So. And your family uh, can enjoy watching the games on BYU TV. Mm-hmm. It's a unique situation. Do, do you have cousins and aunts and uncles and that kind of thing that are able to watch in various states? Oh, yeah. Well, they all of the rest of my family live out here, so a lot of them come to the games. Nice. But my family back in Virginia, they record every game and watch it on TV. Awesome. What is up, Broderick family in Ashburn, Virginia? We give them a shout <laughs> Hello. out. Hi, family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need some more. I need some more uh, emphasis on that. Hi, family. Hi, Hi, Hi. mom, dad, yeah, sister, go. brother. That's right. That's, that's, that's like my Sydney. dog. That's, that's what the Sydney we know and love. Arrested Development. I can't remember the. Hey, brother. 
Sydney Broderick of the BYU softball team, two-time West Coast Conference Player of the Week, is joining BYU Sports Nation. Your team has won seven of eight. Uh, the one setback came against Santa Clara in kind of a crazy game. It was really well pitched. You lost two to one, but you bounce back. You take two or three against them. You win two in a row against Southern Utah. Uh, so seven of eight as you go into conference play. What's clicking for BYU softball right now? Um, we're just all starting to play together and. Like when our pitching shows up, our hitting will show up. And at the beginning of season, that was a problem when like one would show up, the other wouldn't. So now we're just both start all starting to play together as a team and coming together in every aspect of the game. So Sydney Broderick, a catcher and freshman and two-time winner of the West Coast Conference Player of the Week award is on BYU Sports Nation. The nuances of being a catcher and as a freshman at the college level, what's that adjustment been like to be behind the dish? Um... Well, I was really nervous about catching at the beginning of the season because I hadn't caught in a long time. I played outfield. I played center for my high school team, and I played right field for my travel team. So I had not caught for a long time, so I was really nervous about it. But once I got back into the swing of things, it was fine, and everyone's a lot better out here. So I had to like adjust my game a little, but it was fine. You're working with some fantastic pitchers, mm-hmm. uh, three of which combined to throw a no-hitter earlier this season, I believe, against Utah Valley University. How was it playing in that game? Oh, that was fun. <laughs> it's always fun when our like every pitcher is on. You can call any pitch, and you know it'll work, and the hitters are just fooled, and the pitchers did great that game. How much credit does the catcher deserve in a no-hitter? All of it? No. <laughs> no, it's... Some, though. Um. A little. It's mainly the pitchers. I just call the That's pitches. That's a good answer. The pitchers will throw it where I call it, so it's it's the pitcher's responsibility. It's their credit. And you, well, come on, the catch, you got to catch the ball. You can't let it get past <laughs> you. They're, you know what I mean? You're uh, you're a left-handed catcher, right? Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. It's different. I, I, how is that? Uh, how is that different? I I I never Other than thought. Being I never <laughs> thought it was that weird, but I came here and everyone's like, "Oh, you're a left-handed catcher. That's so cool." And I guess you just don't see them around very often. So Sydney Broderick, left-handed catcher for BYU <laughs> softball left-handed catcher. on BYU Sports Nation. This team has wins against some of the, well, really the elite competition in the country. You beat Oregon. Mm-hmm. They've been ranked number one this season. You beat Tennessee. They were ranked number two at the time. Then you have losses to Chattanooga and Santa Clara. Why, why the inconsistency from this team? Um, I think it's just because... Probably just because we're a young team, and I don't know. I don't like using that as an excuse, and it's not an excuse. We definitely should have won those games, but I think for the bigger games, we were just all very pumped up, like knowing we can play with them, knowing we can beat them, and so we all played our best game, and it all came together, and we beat them. I asked that same question to your teammate, Ashley Robinson, and she gave me a similar answer. The question is, how do you take that big game mentality into every game. That's tough. How do yeah. you do that? Um, we just have to find a way to pump ourselves up for every game, know that every game is important and we're not going to get handed a win and it's not just going to come to us easy. We have to work hard every game to be able to win. Sydney Broderick of the BYU softball team is on BYU Sports Nation. They play Weaver State tomorrow at 7 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. I want to ask you about Pete Meredith. So he's from New Zealand, yeah. right? World-class uh, softball pitcher. Like, I, I didn't realize this till the other day. We were told he's one of the maybe the best ever yeah. pitchers. What kind of uh, and this is his first year mm-hmm. at the helm. Uh, what kind of addition has he been to the uh, Cougar coaching staff? Oh, it's awesome having Coach Meredith there. He, 
especially since I'm a catcher and he works with pitchers, he helps me a lot too. So he helps me, like, we talk about the batters before each game and about what we should throw to them. And he just gives me so many tips and pointers that I would have never thought of. And it's just really helpful. And also during practice, he'll pitch to us. And a lot of What's time, that like? Oh, <laughs> at the beginning, it <laughs> was luck. really hard because he <laughs> – we just like his ball moves like crazy and he always says like his little sayings like he's like a little wiggle and it'll rise like that and we'll <laughs> swing and completely miss it and it's really really helpful though for the batters to face him because no other pitcher can move the ball like he does so if we can hit him we can hit anyone are yep. you making all of the calls as a catcher as a freshman for your pitchers like are you comfortable doing that um yeah at the beginning of the season coach Meredith would call the games but Recently, um, he's let me call them, so it's... Do you like that? Yeah, I love calling. How, how often does the pitcher shake off what you give them? Um, Because then it's sort of up to them, but you're yeah. suggesting what you yeah, think would be good? It's not, it's not too often, but it will happen occasionally, and usually I'll have like a couple pitches in my mind, and sometimes I know what they want to throw, so... I'll call it. Sydney Broderick, BYU catcher, a left-handed catcher, which uh, is, is not coming. The <laughs> left-handed catcher. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, two-time West Coast Conference Player of the Week as well as a freshman out of Virginia. She's on BYU Sports Nation right now. Now, you've had some coaches in the past that have, have handed out candy on, on the bases, correct, Jamie? Notably, Nedelei at first base. She's not on the staff now, so that doesn't happen during the game. So who, who's filling that void now? Who, who is the uh, light-hearted coach who's the or Willy the candy Wonka? distributor? Yeah. Well, that would be House. A lot of times during practice, she'll like come over and sneak a little candy in my hand, and she'll have like her <laughs> fist closed, and then she'll be like, Sydney, come here, and she'll like open her fist, and there's candy. So she'll just give it out randomly during practice. Very good. And it's not in the game anymore. I've always thought that just was a, a – you could be stealing second, <laughs> you're choking on a Skittle or something. That could, could have been a problem. Okay, we asked this to Ashley last time too. Who's the most random player on your team? We, I, I, I think – I know who you're going to say, but who's the most random teammate that you have? In terms of sayings and mannerisms. It's definitely Mackenzie St. Clair. <laughs> that is correct. The same player. Yes. Do it do it for your country, right? Yes. Play sport ball. Yes. Or something. Sport ball, yeah. smack okay. ball. Yeah. There's yeah. one other one. I can't remember what it was. Smack bottom. Do it for your Yeah, smack we did, bottom. We didn't That's hear right. that one. I, <laughs> I heard that one after a game before. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sydney Broderick on BYU Sports Nation as the Cougars get set to host Weber State tomorrow. When you look at these in state teams, you're taking on Utah State and Utah Valley and Utah. What kind of added emphasis do you put onto these games, if any at all? Um, well, we just know that we want to come out strong because we want to be the best team in Utah and we just want to beat everyone, so we come out with a strong mentality that we should beat them. Are you the best team in Utah? Yes. There you go. <laughs> I, I like Done. the confidence. <laughs> I like the confidence a lot. And you look at uh, the first year of the West Coast Conference. You guys are in a, I guess, three-way tie right now uh, mm-hmm. with St. Mary's and Pacific at 4-2. and two. You do get an auto bid to the NCAA tournament. And this is uh, something that... You know, you, uh, I'm sure is uh, the goal is you, you get to the NCAA tournament, you want to not only get to the regional, but the super regional. There's a high standard for BYU softball. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about some of the team goals and your expectation for this year? Well, it's definitely to make it to the tournament. They've made it nine years in yeah, a row. Yeah, nine consecutive. Yeah, so, That's impressive. Yeah. So we're definitely hoping to make it ten this year. And 
of course, we want to move on to Super Regionals and then the World Series. So, And we've proven that we can do it, beating Oregon and Tennessee, who are almost always there. So we know we can do it, and we just have to all come together and play like we know how, and we can be there. Who's the toughest competition in the WCC, you think? Um, I guess you haven't played everybody yet. No. But... but on paper. Pro, I mean, since St. Mary's and Pacific, mm-hmm. we know that they're tied with us, so we know they're going to be tough and. I heard LMU was going to be tough, too. I don't know and much about them because I'm a freshman. but <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out but, soon. Yeah, I'll find out. Yeah, you, you have a couple more series. I guess three more series in conference against those teams. LMU mm-hmm. next week, all three on BYU TV. Uh, then at Pacific and then home with uh, St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Sydney Broderick, BYU softball star on BYU Sports Nation. We want you to do a couple of things. One, we want you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clue you in on something called the BYU Sports Nation Karma. Are you aware of BYU Sports Nation Karma? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> you will be soon. Lucky you, because when you come on the show before a game, we give you the BYU Sports Nation Karma, and you go and have an outstanding game. So at this time, we bestow upon you the Karma. Perfect. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Do you mind signing our flag? Yeah. Just to give you some evidence, do you remember who hit a home run in the series against Santa Clara in game number two? Robinson. How many home she runs does she have this year? One. One. She was on the show. She was on the show. Right before Right that. before So that. it works. Yes. And, right. th- and that's one of like 1,800 instances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's only 200. But. Yeah. Well, we, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Are you ready to play? Yeah. Okay. Sydney, thanks so much for the time. Good luck against Weaver State. Thank you. Our Twitter question today is, what is too much when it comes to college football bowl games? We're headed towards 40. <laughs> Which is way too many. (laughs) Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Also up next, BYU rugby star and a representative of the red, white, and blue. Kyle Sumption back on the show next. Holler. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Simulcast each weekday on BYU TV. This is Bronco Mendenhall. And this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Tomorrow, huge show for us. Two hours live starting at 11 Eastern, so an hour earlier, uh, to 1 uh, 1 Eastern. 11 to 1, that's two hours. Uh, Live from the bookstore. Huge guest list for us. Steve Young, Tom Homo, Taysom Hill, Tyler Haas, Taylor, Taylor Sander. Sander. Live from the bookstore. Join us. If you're local, 9 a.m. to 11, Mountain Time, uh, come hang out. Come say hi. We're excited. If you're not local, you still have no excuse to miss it. If you're not local, go ahead and fly in tonight, and uh, we'll see you at the bookstore tomorrow. <laughs> see if we can fit you in. <laughs> Recapping some of our top headlines, the NCAA moving to close to 40 bowl games this season. In fact, 39 bowl 39 games. 39 which is just crazy. We, we just heard, by the way, uh, that Jabari Parker has announced that he'll go to the NBA draft. No surprise there. No wow. Surprise. Yeah. Okay, so all the speculation after the first-round loss, oh, he's coming back to Duke because he, he wants to take Coach K to another national title. No. He's, he, did the, he did the smart thing. About, what was it, 14, 15 months ago, he was in this building, in this studio, touring as part of his uh, recruiting tour. Crazy. He will be, I believe, the first African-American LDS member in the NBA. Will Jabari I may get be wrong similar, on that. Does anyone he, know? Will I, he I get think similar cheers like Jimmer wherever he goes because of his LDS ties? Not as much, no. Jimmer's a cult 
uh, Cole favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cole he really is. Tonight yeah. on BYU TV and BYU Radio, by the way, Cougar Jim, Baseball. I just said Jimmer's a cult, if you take that out of context. <laughs> he has a cult following. Jimmer is a cult. No. Somebody clip that off and save that forever. The Illuminati strike again. <laughs> um, baseball tonight, BYU-LMU, starting at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain on BYU TV live. That's how we do it. Uh, okay, we're going to bring in our second guest now, and he just may He's have regular on the, program. the manliest voice that has ever been on the show. At least some people the shot at us in a compliment behind to the him. scenes That's what we're being think told. that, and I have said that. Kyle Sumption, BYU rugby star, also representing Team USA. Kyle, thanks for making time in your busy schedule to come back to the show. <laughs> hey, thanks for the invite. Busy schedule? Hold on. Today's a reading day. Hey, you don't have anything going on, right? <laughs> just reading. <laughs> <laughs> and hanging out with BYU Sports Nation. Uh, absolutely. How many finals do you have? I have four. Four finals. Yeah, you're busy. Okay. So. What's your final schedule like? Um, well, we, we leave tomorrow for Annapolis, so it's right. going to be all Monday, Tuesday. So that's where I'm thinking all my finals. So. Wow, so you cram it all in. Yeah. Because of your schedule. Well, unfortunately, but. After. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it gives you a couple more reading days. Exactly. That, that, <laughs> reading is, the po- that is the positive days. spin. What do BYU students do on reading days? Um, you know, the more discipline I actually go to the library and read, I like to spend a little bit of time reading, spend a little time napping, you know, get the naps in that you missed all semester as well. So. Just don't, ha- don't hang out in the, in the no shh zone. There's yeah. a place oh, where you man. can talk. Called the No Zone. Anyway, you're playing Dartmouth uh, Saturday. Varsity Cup, a uh, couple years into this now. The uh, championship game is at Rio Tinto next week's the semifinal in Provo. Should you advance, uh, tell us about the matchup with Dartmouth in Annapolis, Maryland uh, at Navy. No, it should be should be awesome. You know, I've actually never played at the Navy Academy. I've heard that it's just you know awesome. The facilities are great. So as far as that goes, we're excited to go back back east to play them. Um, but Dartmouth, you know. Should have a real good team this year. They, uh, they have some real good athletes. Um, their captain actually plays on the USA Sevens team, um, okay. and he's real fast, real quick. So, um, you know, I think it'll be a real good game, a real good test for us coming out, um, starting the quarterfinals. BYU the big yeah. green, yeah, the, the, the big green. It's a great mascot. BYU rugby Not. star Kyle Sumption, also playing for Team USA. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Kyle, this has uh, been quite a career for you, uh, back-to-back national championships. Your T-shirt says that. There's also another T-shirt I saw that I want that is royal blue that says, Yeah, how do we get this one? No scholarships, just championships. <laughs> how do we get one of I those? I want we one of those, those T-shirts. Okay, so that said, this has been kind of an interesting year for you. Um, you. You lost to a college team, which hardly ever happened, St. Mary's. You got it back against them. You beat Utah. Do you feel like you're, you're gaining momentum at the right time? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're starting to come together more as a team, which has been kind of our problem early on. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, the guys are kind of going off the success that we had last year. So as the season goes on, we're starting to learn to play with each other, you know, starting to realize that, you know, it's not going to be given to us by any means. And we have to work day in and day out for just like every other team. So finally, finally starting to figure it out as a team, which has been real, real good. Is there a uh, is there positive stress associated with the expectation of winning a national championship now that the program's at that level? Because it used to be, okay, we get to the title game and let's do our best and hope we win, and Cal would win. That's what happened for a couple of years. But now it's, you know what? Let's win. We can win this. We win. No, no, absolutely. You know, all the guys, you know, it's positive and negative, I think, you know, because all the guys go into it thinking that, you know, we can win it. The problem is when we go into it thinking we are going to win it, so... Um, as long as we keep the positive part, you know, saying that we we have a shot at this, we can we can compete. Um, you know, it works in our favor absolutely. 
Kyle Sumption of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation, one of the stars of that team. You're balancing two different teams and school. Let's talk about your involvement with the Red, White, and Blue Team USA. How, how is that coming along? Um, you know, it's great. Just getting, you know, trying to make sure that I'm there for the 2015 World Cup in England. Um, you have a good shot of that? Yeah, you know, I, I think I do. You know, they're trying to develop the team more and more. Um, we you know we, we're going to go tour here in June. So all of June we'll be touring. Where? Um, um, just stateside. We go okay. to Texas, California. Uh, we play some good teams. We play Scotland. We play Japan and Canada okay, in so that tour. Okay, so some legit competition. Yeah, so, right. so real good competition. Um, but you know what? It's It's been fun. It's, you know, kind of a dream come true for me. So, you know, as long as I can keep riding that train, I think I'm going to. That's awesome. In soccer, they call it a cap when you get uh, an appearance in a game. Is that the same S- thing? Same thing, yeah. Do you get a cap? You actually get a physical cap for your first <laughs> one. You really do? Yeah. Wait, just your first one or just, all of them? Just your first one. They give you a, a physical cap. <laughs> Where's the cap? Um, I actually have it at home. Next so. time you're on, will we're you gonna, bring the cap? We're going to need to see this. Can yeah, you bring it? Can absolutely. you bring it in? Okay. What does it look like? Is it like a baseball hat? Is it like a, no, like a know, sailor's it's, hat? It's, it's a real dorky, dorky <laughs> cap. So... Like the short brim or... Yeah, short, short brim has a little tassel coming off the side. Will you wear this wow. in the testing center for a test during finals week? <laughs> um, you know, I will not wear it because nobody knows what it is. So it just, it just looks real dorky. It's swag. It's swag, yeah, but it's very unique. Very unique swag. swag. That's awesome. Kyle Sumption of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> uh, you're heading on a long road trip. How do you overcome the difficulty of, of going to Annapolis and, and staying motivated against the team on paper? That you should beat. Why does the national champions have to travel to Maryland uh, <laughs> to answer that one for you? You know, last year we went to uh, UCLA, played there. It just rotates. So Cal last year had to go back to to Maryland as well. This year, okay. t- it's our turn. Better so. a semi at home possibility than no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's that's that's the plus. You know, we get to play the the semi at home. So. Okay, so Maryland, how how do you stay motivated uh, against a team that you're supposed to beat? Um, you know, I, th- I think that's kind of been our problem all year, you know, knowing that we're, we should beat them on paper. So we go into it, uh, we, we play, but we don't play the best of our ability. And so we still win, but not the way we should, which has really been our, our struggle all year. Uh, but you know, as we get closer to the championship game, you know, n- you know, now it is one and you're done. If we lose one, we're out of the competition. And there's, the motivation. And there's our motivation yeah. right there for us. Kyle Sumption of BYU Rugby on your teammate uh, Johnny Linehan is called Johnny Rugby, which is a sweet nickname. Do you, do you have a nickname? You know, unfortunately not, but you know, I'm thinking about stealing his. So because that is a great nickname, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Rugby. Kyle Sumption, also known as Johnny Rugby Two. <laughs> we we had uh, we had Coach Smith on David Smith, head coach, and uh, we were talking about Johnny Rugby, and but he just you know said Johnny Lingo instead of Johnny Rugby. You're like, you mean Johnny Rugby? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Ten, ten, he's a 10-cal rugby player. <laughs> something, something like that. We've had Luke Maki on, uh, Maki on as well. Uh, we've had you on. Another guy that people are familiar with is Paul Asike, yeah. uh, who's been rather busy. I think this season's been a little different for him. Originally out of New Zealand, a rugby player. So he has a kid, his first child, I believe, not to mention he's playing running back on the football team. What kind of involvement, if any, has he had on the team given that busy schedule? Yeah, you know, he has been real busy. Um, you know, Paul's such a great athlete, and we're, you know, grateful to have him part of our team as well. He's actually been coming out to practice with us um, now that the spring ball is done with football. 
He will be traveling with us to Maryland as well. Sweet. So, you know, we're looking forward to playing with him. It'll be the first game that we actually get to play with Paul Asike this year. So, he, okay, we thought he might play against Utah, but he didn't end up playing in the no, game. No, just this, his schedule, you know, he just wasn't able to it's work too it much. in. Yeah. And Arizona State, not, he didn't no. travel to that one either. No. The Rugby Bowl. The that, rugby was, bowl. that was last week. How was that? It was awesome. You At know, Arizona State. Yeah, they, they really... They really put on a show for us, so it was it was great. You know, the facility was great, big crowd. It was, it was pretty pretty exceptional. So there's this exception when you look at the varsity cup bracket that you're, people just assume BYU is automatically going to play California, but that's that's not the case, right? Can you can you explain the different circumstances in the varsity cup or the potential to play a different team, perhaps? Maybe Utah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know. Years past, it's always kind of been BYU-Cal, but what's been real, real fun and exciting is the level of competition has gone up uh, throughout all the, all the schools in the nation. Um, Central Washington has a great team. You know, Cal's going to have to get by them in order to play us. Also, the U of U is in the competition as well. They've had a great team, and that would be pretty exciting to play them in Rio Tinto if that ever oh, worked man. out. That's the championship game May 3rd on NBC Sports Network. Right. That's going to be cool. And for the first time, live. They've Live. always taped it. I guess what kind of uh, what kind of excitement is there to get to that game? You know, it, it's even bigger. Yeah, even bigger. Absolutely. You know, it's the first time that it's ever been put on live, and also really been put on a a real you know easy accessible station. You know, we've been on um, I believe ESPNU mm-hmm. a few times, but yeah. you know that's not necessarily a station that everybody has. But NBC, you know, that's a real accessible station. So. You know, more, it's exciting. More notoriety for a sport that is growing in popularity in the United States. It is. The yeah. numbers would show that a lot of people are, are starting to catch on to what this is about. Yeah, it's the number one fastest growing college sport in the nation. Wow. So, Do you play sevens? Like, could you possibly play in the 2016 Olympics on the <laughs> USA Sevens? You know, I, people actually ask me that quite a bit, but I'm just a little bit too slow, I believe. So, Unfor- unfortunately for me. So, no, the answer would be no to that no. question. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty, Kyle. Thank you. Kyle Sumption on BYU Sports Nation. Have you signed our Rise Up flag yet? You know, I have yet to sign that. Oh, okay. You're going to you, need to do that. I think uh, you visited our, our show like three times, but first time uh, since it's been simulcast, simulcast. on TV. So yeah. Thank you. you. Sign this? So give Should us your also, autograph. Let's also give Kyle Sumption BYU yes. Sports Nation karma. We, we now bestow upon you BYU Sports Nation karma, which means that you will perform well in your next game because you took the time out of your life and you, and you were your generous. busy reading day. Yeah. To come and be with us, so we now give you the ability to play well through BYU Sports Nation karma. Wow, thank you very much. The <laughs> nice thing is you're already a good player. This yes. is probably going to work out. <laughs> it's going to win. Win-win. I see at least one try on Saturday. Awesome. I appreciate that, guys. Kyle, great to have you again. Good luck in the hey, future. Thank you very much. BYU and Dartmouth, Saturday in Annapolis. And then when they win that, yes, I said win, next Saturday. In Provo. Semi-final in Provo, baby. Be there. Against Texas or Navy. Our Twitter question today is, what is too much when it comes to college football bowl games? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. BYU athletes, oh, by the way, will no longer go hungry. Wait, what's that all about? We discuss next on BYU Sports Nation, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. And now... Back to more BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live from BYU Broadcasting. Hey, Saturday, you're going to be a busy man. Saturday in the park. Uh, men's volleyball. Guess what? Tom Homo has organized a uh, tailgate 
There's a tailgate. For the quarterfinal? For the quarterfinal. Awesome. Men's volleyball. How cool is that? Uh, Saturday night, 9 Eastern. Watch it live on BYU TV. Cougars and USC Trojans. By the way, Taylor Sander named one of four finalists for the Off the Block Springbok National Server of the Year. There's like 20 dudes to vote. I happen to be one of those. Yes, I voted for the Sandman. Check him out. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Night. Name the band. I don't know. The Bay City Rollers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that will be announced uh, in a week or so, the uh, winner of the National Server of the Year. Okay, so how about this? How about it? The NCAA has changed a rule now. Yeah. Because of something that UConn point guard, national champion winning point guard Shabazz Napier said during his post-game interview, which was, some nights I go to bed and I can I'm give starving. You the quote. Yeah, Some, sometimes it. there's hungry nights where I'm not able to eat, but I got to play up to my capabilities. So with the Shabazz effect in place, there's this rule change now that will allow NCAA teams to feed their players as many meals as they want. Unlimited meals and snacks. So they will no longer be hungry. How much of a concern is this really? Or is is this just like one of those flash-in-the-pan moments where Shabazz Napier says something that's kind of eye-opening? They're like, oh, all players are starving. That's not true. Not all players are starving. It's how you manage the money. And there's always the question of, well, they can't ha- have a job the same way, yet they're getting paid. There's this, uh, <laughs> our stipend, do stipends need to be increased? You know, that kind of thing. Go fast. Meal plans. Go hard. It was one meal. To the buffet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one meal. Uh, Legends Grill is going to be packed today with student athletes. <laughs> just like, I, I guess the rule change will not be considered final until the NCAA uh, D1 Board of Directors meets on April 24th. So that's one week from well, What's today. the rule right now? As it currently stands, this is from an article in Forbes magazine, D1 programs are allowed to provide scholarship athletes with one training table meal per day. So now they can do as uh, many well, as unle- they want. Trust me, for a lot of college athletes, three meals is not it. We learned from Michael Elisa uh, earlier this year that he's eating like six meals a day. <laughs> like, not huge meals, right? Sm- portioned yeah, meals. Yeah, portioned meals, yeah. Okay. This is interesting. What's the cost effect uh, on a college? What's, uh, when is that accessible? Just <laughs> when, like, Legends Grill is open or the Cannon Center or whatever? Friend of the program, Kevin Nixon, former BYU basketball player. His son, Dalton, has committed to play at BYU. Uh, he said, I don't think the NCAA understands how much food Dalton can eat. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And that's Dalton Nixon. What about... Tooney Knuch and Terrence Aletto and Riker Matthews. And Ului Lapuaho. Yes. All the big old Unlimited football meals boys. And Unlimited snacks. meals Hey, whatever. Keep awesome. them happy. You know, no, no hunger is a good thing. Taysom Hill's, what is he right now? 225. Now, Taysom's going to be 240 this fall. I'm just kidding. What's he going to be on August 29th? That's the real question. That's a great question. Countdown to Connecticut. 134. Oh, you brought that back. I did. I forgot about it. You brought that, yeah, back. Bring it we, back. We needed that. There, I didn't know we needed that. We needed well, There we go. <laughs> let's, let's switch it up. 134 days away from BYU football opening the season against the Yukon Huskies in East Hartford, Connecticut at The Rent. Our Twitter question today is also dealing with football, and that is, when are the bowl games too much for college football? When does it become too much Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. Okay. So we, we, we go back in. At Matthew's five, birds are back. At Five Pound Trout says, there's never too much college football. That's the other side of this. 
Yeah, there is. But, it, I, it, but it's only in bowl games. You want to watch UNLV in North Texas? I don't. No. Or Heck no! Louisiana Lafayette and Tulane? Heck no! I do not. Oh, Those man. team want... Yeah, no. At Zach Brady 7, anything over 20 is too much. It's too much. I don't need to see two 6-6 six and six teams squaring Yes! That's, that's exactly that's, right. Yeah. You should... There was a great point. I don't know if it's... Oh, here it is. Six at JM Fine Hour. Six and six is not a winning record, and when six and six gets you in, it's too many. Bowls are for winners. That's a good point. You should have a winning record. At, Seven at minimum. Foot Doc Twenty. I'm talking to you, Utah. <laughs> Second shot fired <laughs> at Foot Doc Twenty Four. I think teams should at least have a winning record. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. It just that, that 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 is what it is. How many? That, and here's what we should look up for a future show. How many six win teams got into a bowl game? Man, too maybe, many. Maybe that's what you scrape out. Well, we have a second. Let's recap Jabari Parker, who just announced he's going to the NBA. Are you shocked, Jerem? No, I, I expected this. Anyone that thought a mission was a possibility or a second year at Duke, I laugh at. No, the guy's a top five pick. Why would he pass that up? He can take care of his family. Elder and be a great representative to the NBA. He can be a great representative for the church in the NBA. Yes. And he will do that. He was quoted by Thomas S. Monson in the last general conference for crying out loud. He's already doing missionary work through his name. I don't. That's a bigger discussion, man. Championship. Which BYU team added hardware to the trophy case? We'll tell you next. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is John Beck, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to hashtag BYUSN. Five in a row won't happen. <laughs> Love John Beck. Spencer Linton and Jeremy. Also love James Bates, who made the call oh, in the. I thought he played it well. Back to Harley throwback. Rebel was good on that, too. Plenty yeah. of time, plenty of time, plenty of time. <laughs> Got another touchdown! Oh, so gasket. You know what time we it is, Jerem? 10.53. It's time oh. for the Cougar Whip Around Golf Championship! The men's golf team won the West Coast Conference Championship with a score of 10 over par, four strokes behind second place Santa Clara. What's up? Justin Kelly, Jordan Rogers were the top individual golfers for BYU, both tying for fifth place. The women's team finished with the bronze. Alex White tying for second place overall with a three over par. Baseball. It's game day. The Cougars host LMU today at Miller Park. First pitch, 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain. The game will be televised live on BYU TV. Tennis. The women's team is playing at Portland starting in six minutes. (laughs) Okay. And we should mention uh, with men's volleyball, Taylor Sander. Uh, one of four finalists for the Off the Block Springbok National Server of the Year. boy Taylor. Nicely done. 40, 44 aces for the Sandmen. Watch uh, the Cougars Saturday night, 9 Eastern, live on BYU TV. The MPSF quarterfinal versus USC. It's going to be huge. Tomorrow, Tailgate. Friday, two-hour special yeah. edition of BYU Sports Nation, live Woo! from the bookstore on campus. Steve Young, Tom Holmo, Taysom Hill, Tyler Haas, and the aforementioned Taylor Sander, who was up for that award. That's a pretty good lineup. That's the A-list like, of BYU Sports Nation. Tyler Haas, he has, what, nine days to figure out if he wants to declare for the NBA draft or not. Is he testing the waters at all? Taysom Hill, of course, our homeboy. Taylor Sander, huge game. Tom Homel, always good to talk to him. Steve Young, third appearance on the program. <laughs> it's going to be good. How many combined Super Bowls are there on tomorrow's uh, show? Five? How many did Steve go Is to? Is it 5-1? Oh, wait. Well, the thing is, he won rings with underneath Joe Montana. Did he yeah. go to three? There may have been combined Super Bowl appearances. Seven? Eight or nine, maybe. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. It's pretty good. 
There's a lot of Super Bowl ringage going on tomorrow on BYU ringage. Sports Nation. Who gets our rise and shout today? I'll uh, go Kyle Sumption. Yeah, let's give it to Kyle. Team USA. I've always wondered about the cap they get. He <laughs> With Team USA, you get a cap. Do you get a cap? Yeah, we get a cap. Yeah, it's a really it's dorky, dorky cap. With a tassel and a little brim. <laughs> you, you ask him to wear it in the testing center. I will not be doing that. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, really, really an entertaining show today. Our Twitter question today is, when is college football too much? When are bowl games too much? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's go to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. Okay, let's go back to at Laser Sheep. Too much is when they're when more than the top 40 teams are playing. So 20 bowl games. I tire of the six and seven win teams in December. Eight wins for me is bowl eligible. Interesting. That would make it a lot better. BYU in 1995, before they went 14 and one, seven and five, did not go to tied a bowl game. for a whack title. Did not go to tie, a bowl. Did game. not go to a bowl. And game. I feel entirely that okay like about a, it. That snapped like this 20 year streak for BYU. I'm fine with the fact that they didn't go. Yeah, I don't think they earned it. That was my first BYU football home game, by the way, was the loss to Utah that year. Oh. But then 96 happened. Oh, yeah. At Kyle Ireland, 35 bowl games. Utes can't get in with 35, <laughs> but might be with 39 to 40. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Third shot fired. Three strikes. You're out. At Cougar Fan, anytime a team goes to a bowl game with a 500 record, that is too much. Even six and seven teams can make one occasionally. You yeah. referenced UCLA a few years ago. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is a joke. Your FCS wins, they're making exceptions now. Oh, you beat uh, Weber State? Okay. Yeah. That can count as one of your wins. No. No. At Bronco for Prez makes a great point. J- uh, Jabari Parker will be the third African-American LDS player in the NBA from BYU. Thurl Bailey was number one. I sort of count him in that he wasn't LDS when he was in the league. But was Brandon Davies? And Brandon Davies was number two. Jabari Parker will be the first to be drafted. Yeah, I got a text message That's from a, my, my buddy thank Chaz. Thank you for that correction. And he said, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Jabari, but Brandon Davies was the first LDS African-American athlete to start his career in the NBA yeah. as a member of the I, church. An obvious oversight by me, so thanks for the correction. But Jabari Parker, first drafted. That's interesting. That's great. Great guest list today as well. I thought they were, I thought they were really good. Sydney Broderick, Kyle Sumption. Thanks to everyone on our crew as well. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation.